0: Yeah, Girl, Shanti. And it's Antonette. And
1: you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls Girls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you.
0: Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks. Because, because duality, is duality is a thing. thing. Yes!
1: Hey girl. Hi. Happy Monday.
0: Happy Monday. Last day of January. Ooh. Happy last day of January and day before. Um,
1: Black History Month, Black girl. History
0: Month, ciao. You ready?
1: Does your job do special things for Black History Month?
0: Oh, yeah, they go all in. They On go all day in. day
1: in 18.
0: No, they they have like real programming. They, they have stuff with Heel House. They have all kinds of stuff coming up. They in give money stuff? to black businesses. No, it's all virtual because of COVID. But they usually do in person stuff. They they have a whole month full of festivities of um, black businesses to support of uh, black healing spaces. It's not just like here's this Martin Luther King quote. Like our HR lady does not play. She was like, what? How many H, How many? She literally said on the company meeting, how many MLK quotes are we gonna name? I'm not doing it. And they have people sing, they, the whole company gets together and they make, um, they utilize their resources and they create these beautiful, like, very designed email templates, PowerPoint templates, backgrounds for you to put on your camera for when you're client facing so the client can see that, you know, what month it is. Did they ask they, you they to call be a part in. of anything? they did and I declined only because <laughs> only because I did I sang last year and there's another young lady who keeps saying like I sing I sing I was like if y'all ask that girl to sing I just felt like it's a little too much they asked me to sing again for their talent show to raise money and I was like sure and then the guy came back with a full set what did you sing last year they had me sing just the black national anthem. They asked me, first of all, I, I wasn't it. in the group. I wasn't in the group, and I was mad. Like, I would have loved to plan something or to, now I just look like the person that's not involved in the black, the only fucking, probably one of the only blacks that's not involved in the festivities that didn't help. <sighs>
1: you should be like, I want to hear, this is how it should start. I would like us to please do just an instrumental, and it just be like back that ass up instrumental <laughs>
0: no they wouldn't <laughs> i wanted to i wanted to do the black history trivia cards mm. and they were like no we don't know any they of that. said no last year i think because i don't i don't know but i will say that this year's theme is we are a family and i did actually contribute i told them it would be a terrible idea for someone to sing that acapella in their house how awkward could you imagine just repeating we are family over and over again with no no track, no nothing? I said, whatever you do, don't do that. Don't ask that girl to sing that. So, I did And it's say all on Zoom? That she, it's another platform of video, but, yeah, it's all virtual. Um, But they're dope. I'm here for that. Yeah, they do a lot of um, financial seminars. They do all kinds of shit. It's Shout dope. out to Black History to Month, get kicking together.
1: it off for the '99 in the 2000s in the corporate world. Well, girl, I think my fasting has taken me down a dark <laughs> tunnel, and I've recently become obsessed with bowel movements. Oh, my dad has given me all of his 1970s, 60s naturopathic books. And in it is a book called Tissue Cleansing Through Waste Management. And when I was younger, I just wanted to flip through the book because it had the most obscene rant, like freak show poop pictures in it where you were like, I cannot believe that came out of somebody's body. And as a young child, I would just go... You know, and flip through it so I would see the pit, poop pictures, but as an adult, I picked it up, and it's just a whole, totally different experience and i'm i got I want to make sure I get my poop together and my bowel movements together every sixteen really? hours. I believe you should be pooping or something like that really yeah, and I, you know i i um since since I started the cycle. Journal. They asked how many bowel movements, and
0: I'm like, I know. I said, what? It's all connected. I said, what in
1: the one two days I haven't pooped is going on here? So I don't, and I don't think people really understand. I think people think that little brown. My mom calls them little bunny poops. The little brown pebbles is like Terrible. a Normal poop?
0: No, it's not. And so it's many supposed people be from, the consistency of toothpaste.
1: And long and brown and, long. and like, it should be orgasmic c- coming through you. It should just be... It should Sometimes be, it is. It should be. It shouldn't be hard and painful. But I think so many people have just had had terrible bowel movements since a young age. They have no idea what their poop should be like. So I'm going to share a little bit later the name and the title. But it is a classic. And then he goes on to talk about different foods, different types of colonics that you can give yourself and different type of fasting regimens to kind of give yourself a a complete detox. So shout out to my dad's aged books that he has that I'm picking up again because they are just really, really wonderful. And I also was going to give my mom these... um, CBD joints. They're called mom joints. I was going to give it to her mom grass for. I think you should um, keep them. What? I
0: What'd think you say? You should keep them.
1: I'm smoking them. I'm about to smoke one now just because I want to be like all the other podcasters that smoke them on their podcast. But it's all CBD because I can't handle marijuana. And I, I, my secret is that I really wish that I could smoke marijuana because I think people. Expect me to smoke marijuana and are really disappointed when they find out that I can't and won't. So. I hate
0: that you're saying marijuana. <laughs> I hate it so what much. What do you call it? Weed? I mean, you don't want just say weed. Marijuana. I don't call it weed. It, it doesn't come naturally off my tongue. Marijuana feels very
1: natural on my, in my mouth, but, um, yeah. So I've been just lying on my on my bedroom floor and smoking them and not feeling anything.
0: <laughs> exactly I was gonna say because <laughs> CBD is childish I cannot stand CBD, CBD anything I'm gonna try of it of course there there's so many CBD gummies I was so upset I'm not so upset but I asked someone not recently but I asked someone to bring I saw they were in LA and I was like oh can you bring me back you know some edibles they were at a at a dispensary a bl- the black woman owned dispensary Look at you! Look at her, everyone. She's she's smoking it like it's doing something, and it's doing nothing. Um, and they brought me back two of what I asked for, and then one of the of like a CBD infused gummy. And I was just like, "You wasted my time, my money, and my hopes and dreams." It didn't because do nothing. Is,
1: I, I, it I does nothing feel, for me. I feel a bodily thing that happens. I don't know. I have yet to smoke a whole thing too. So I just like put it down. Cause I'm like, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa. Um, cause I'm childish. So you just want to see the smoke.
1: I just, I just want to, I, I want to feel something, <laughs> but I, I whoa, can't handle, she's about I to can't have an existential handle, crisis. <laughs> I want to feel something, anything
0: feel. next week. Shanti will be cutting. She's like, I want to feel something. Not cutting. I'm sorry, that was not funny. I apologize. Um,
1: Continue. Well, maybe because you inspired me to start a budget, like a profit and loss sheet, and now I'm like (laughs) a monthly
0: profit and loss. Yes, you have to do that. Wow,
1: Shanti, you really have this much space to (laughs) do anything that's not outside of keeping
0: you alive. Keep you and your child alive,
1: <laughs> and I'm just
0: like wow. But it's I'm really eye-opener. happy you're doing that because I'll never forget when I was doing my budget when I was thinking about buying that house in Philly. And everyone, I want you to know that when we were talking about groceries, Shanti was like, "You don't spend any more than like what 150, 200 dollars on groceries a month." And I was like, "There's no way that that's all you spend on groceries a month. You have a kid. No. I spend more on that." And she was like. Antoinette, you are being so ridiculous. You just overthink. And I was like, okay. How much money do you spend a month on food, Sheila? A lot, a lot more than.
1: <laughs> it, it's not the food. Because the food, I think I got, I think I did. We, we talked about this before, and I was like, oh, I spent a lot on food. I realized that. But it's the little things. It's the little things. It's the
0: kombucha. It's, it's, it's
1: including the, the laundromat cuz I have to go to the laundromat. Like it's everything and I'm like, "Oh. Oh, I have to I have to include all this stuff and there's no very little wiggle room. So, thanks for that, Antoinette. And everybody, if you do but... it like a profit and loss, it's um it's really helpful. You just track everything that you spent every dime. Everything. Um, and then you compare it to the amount of money that you brought in or what you thought you were going to bring in. And and then you have your actuals, and then what you thought you were going to do.
0: Chow, the ghetto, but... um, No, the enlightenment, the clarity.
1: And I think for the past, like, two weeks or so, I've been feeling antisocial I've been feeling I've been like sitting with them being like am I am I hiding or am I like I don't know doing something that's healthy like I'm trying to figure out if it's healthy or not healthy and it's probably not healthy but I feel very distant from like everybody and I have to, to I don't know it's just a thing and I was like oh I I guess today I was like is this healthy or not I don't know but that's what's going on over her how are you
0: I am okay I am also feeling antisocial I even you FaceTimed me and I was like no I'm so sorry, but I just wasn't. And I feel like I had all these people checking in on me because I wrote an Instagram post about holding space for people going through the pandemic alone. And everybody I'm sure just assumed like, oh, she's having a meltdown over there. Let me check on her and hold her close. Meanwhile, I was, but I didn't want to be held close. I wasn't having a meltdown, but I was just like, feeling all the things and thinking like, wow, we're going on year three of this and It is wildly difficult and corny. Yeah, These are my, like, formidable years. And I am in the house with my cat. Not running these New York streets. But that's okay. Because um, what I am doing is trying to get better every day. I have consistently worked out. I cheated this weekend on my food. I had nachos from gueros. You have to go nachos? to nachos. I didn't even time. know
1: that's your kink, girl. It's I never not, heard it but from,
0: from you. From güeros, they're so good. And it was Sunday, it was football day. And I was just like, fuck it. But it was the it was the only thing I ate because my stomach hurt so badly. And I'm sure it was because of gluten. But I just felt horrible afterwards and was just angry. Just angry with myself. But have you been eating gluten-free? No. That's very hard. Um but you know, I don't eat a lot of I mean I make most of my own food, so I'm not using I don't think I'm using a lot of gluten. A lot of it's just vegetables and a protein and not much um not much carbs at all. I I need to I'm starting to incorporate more healthy carbs, but only when I say that only a sweet potato, because I don't know what else. And, and I have bread that's gluten-free. I do have gluten-free bread that I'll put like under an egg, but I am forming some healthy habits. My sleep schedule is still awful. I go to sleep way too late and have to take a nap after work. It's so bad, but I'm, I'm still learning my Spanish. I'm still working out. I'm still stretching What else am I doing? I need you to stop. (laughs) We're not going to do that on here. You know that one. No, I don't want to do this Um, right now. I'm not ready when I'm ready. (laughs) Stop, because I just, (laughs) my chest just started hurting. That's (laughs) like, I'm not ready yet. The, The way Duolingo works is they want you to be able to travel. So right now I'm, I just passed phrases and now I'm on the travel where like, I can ask someone where the hospital is and where my ticket is and about the airport and the, the bus and shit like that. So just slow and steady, okay? You better go, girl. i ready um, to converse. I don't know if I'm ready to converse yet. I, uh, what else? My chiropractor and I, we're in a relationship. <laughs> I, it, it's Mr. official. Mr. Rosenthal. No, actually, his name isn't Mr. Rosenthal. I'm racist. His name is Mr. Russell. And I thought it was Russell. And then I heard him. He was like, hello, Dr. Russell. And I was like, oh, shit. And I've never said his name because I didn't know how to pronounce it. And I was too embarrassed to ask. But I went to see him again, as I always do. And he had this big, bright smile. And I hadn't been with a human for over a week. And so when I see him, I'm always so happy to be with him. And I come in, I'm sure I have a big old cheese smile on. I'm like, hello. (laughs) And he's like, wow, hello there. And then he goes, new sweatsuit color, like it. (laughs) So he notices that like I wear different sweatsuits to him. (laughs) And then he goes, I got a big surprise for you. And I was like, oh my God, what? And he was like, they came early. And it's like we're in a relationship and he comes out of the room and he has this like little baggie behind his back and he pulls it out and it's my orthopedics girl. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my God. Like and he's insoles? like, stand. yeah. Aww. <laughs> so he's like, stand up. And so I stand up and he's like, hold on to my back. And then he was putting these orthopedics on my feet as though they were glass slippers. girl. It's <laughs> like, I'm in a, a Disney King. movie. <laughs> and then he's cracking my back and he's still feeling me up the way he does. And I'm just like, okay. I'm, I'm kind of okay with this. <laughs> and then by the end of it, he goes, this muscle's getting tight. I was like, I know. So I haven't been doing anything. I said, I, I did wake up and my arm was above my head. I said, but immediately when I woke up, I, I put it down because that's what's locking up my back. And he hits my back and he goes, bad girl. And I was like, we are fucking. <laughs> <down>. <laughs> and then... He, um, so then I, I, he puts the, what is it? The hot, like a hot, um, compress or whatever on my back. And he goes into the other room to try to fiddle with his computer. He doesn't know what he's doing. And then he, he, I, I yell into him. We're an old couple. I yell into him and I'm like, oh, do you think you can write that letter for me about, um, (laughs) my breast reduction? And I was like, you know, I'm still considering it, but I want to have the letter just in case, you know, because the insurance company is going to give me a hard time, I'm sure. He comes back and he goes, yeah, yeah. You're really thinking about that, huh? He goes, huh, all right. Something to consider. Good breasts, something really to consider. And walks out like it was nothing, but tells me. And I was just laying there like, did he just say good breasts? And like, what are you doing? Like, I don't know. If you should take them off. But, you know, if you want to do it, sure, I'll write the letter. I don't care. But um, and he's he. And so afterwards, I didn't say anything in that moment, but I did bring up to him. I said, you know, you're the one that put this in my head again because you said that they're causing problems. He like, oh, no, the, without a doubt, they are. But, you know, something to think about. <laughs> he just kind of like stared at me like, see you next time. And he still has not charged me. So we're really dating. He's your sugar daddy now. <laughs> he's really not. I just think he's a mess and can't figure out my insurance. He was trying to read it. He was like, I don't understand what this means. Let's just see what they do. And I was like, no. <laughs> I said, I don't want to see what they do because if I get screwed and get a huge bill, I'm going to be really upset. And he goes, I won't take your your insoles back from you. <laughs> And I was like, okay. I don't know what's going on with this guy, but he's a hoot and toot. And I just <laughs> really <laughs> he just gets me going. He's such a sweet man. And I just have such human experiences with him. And they're few and far between. So I love my chiropractor. We That's are dating. Him. For you. Girl. My old white, possibly Jewish chiropractor. He's like at least 60. Five, and I'm with the shits completely. And he wears the same thing every day. He wears these corduroy pants, little sweater vest buttoned up underneath that thing, little loafer. Is he small? Shoes. Like what's his? He's like, he's like a, I don't know. Like I don't know. Is he like
1: the the the? What is that? Is he like the father from Up? Is he like short and like square? No, no. Or is he like no. He's not lean? short.
0: He's he's. He's not super frail, but he's th- a thinner man and he's, he's taller than I am, mm. but he's just Mr. Ross. How them hands herself. looking. What them hands look like though. <laughs> you know, that's disgusting. <laughs> this is a, this is an asexual relationship. <laughs> oh, damn. Shout out to him though. I, I, I love him. Also, you know who else I love? And this is the last thing. I really love Andre 3000. Mm, I was, I had a little piece of an edible this weekend, and I saw that he was trending. I was on Twitter um, during the game. That's like when I'll hop on Twitter to see like black geniuses be geniuses. Um, whenever it's like something big is happening, because that's when they just come out with the gifts and the memes. And I'm like, you people are brilliant. But he was trending, and I just love how he's wildly talented, but he has completely protected his humanity. And I think that's what everybody appreciates about him. And so someone posted, um, once Andre 3000 was on my ferry ride to, I don't even know where this place is. And I said, hi, my six-year-old autistic son came over and started talking his ear off about German shepherds, his obsession at the time. Andre talked to him about dogs for like 20 minutes. We exchanged numbers, and four years later, I got this text. And it goes, hi, Jason. I was, I was searching for a name, and yours popped up. I remember our cool encounter on the boat. Ha, how's the kid? I'm living in NYC now. So if you're here, please reach out, Andre. Like, what a sweet, beautiful human.
1: I feel like he and Keanu are on the same level of like Keanu Keanu Reeves. Do you know the stories about Keanu Reeves? That's yeah, a real but... nigga right there. That's oh, a real level-headed man. Okay, Where'd he get it too.
0: I I knew that was where that was going. <laughs> I knew it. Well, uh, way too center white men over black rappers. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't.
1: I said the day, day before level. Black History Mom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh speaking of Black History Month, I'm going to have a Black History fact every I'm challenging myself to do mm. that all month. And so this episode will come out February 3rd, God willing. And February 3rd, um in 1903 was when boxer Black Jack Johnson became the first negro heavyweight champion. And I don't know if you know that Black Jack Johnson, NYC, Mm -hmm. that most deaf song. Mm -hmm. So Black Jack Johnson, uh, I encourage folks to look him up. He died young at the age of 50 in a car accident. But he was a very animated fellow. And he also, a lot of black men... Talk about him because he was running around town fucking everybody's white wife. Oh. Openly. <laughs> and talking shit about it and then beating people's ass in the ring. But apparently he was an incredible boxer. I, Of course, 1903, there's no footage. But he is a legend. And so we salute Black Jack Johnson R. for R. breaking pour barriers. Some out for him.
1: We got to have some liquor to pour out for these ancestors next time. Some water. Amen. Ashe. I like that. Ashe.
0: Go ahead. Hot shit up next, queen. Well, back
1: to White Excellence. I'm so sorry, but Oh
0: no. <laughs> Do you you
1: of course you follow Humans of New York, right?
0: Of course, yes.
1: Now. Oh. What was that?
0: Continue. It's just outside. It's just, just loud.
1: Listen. Brandon Stanton, the creator of Humans of New York should win. What's an award for great? Purple Heart. Purple Heart. He's just Nobel
0: Peace Prize.
1: Nobel Peace Prize.
0: He he
1: is just bringing the most heart wrenching human experiences for us to all follow. And she stole my
0: phrase. What, what was ahead.
1: that? What human did you
0: experiences? I've been saying. Oh, I last didn't know couple that of you podcasts, that. But that's okay. Well, thank you, thank you for that. You're
1: building our vo- my vocabulary by osmosis, so I appreciate that. But he, you know what? I, if I, if you don't follow Humans of New York on Instagram, then I envy you because that means that all of these stories are going to be fresh for you and new for you, and you're just going to spend hours laughing and crying. And just being filled with the joy and the terribleness of humanity. It's wonderful. You guys should follow it now. And I need to get his book. You know, he has a book? No. Yeah, he has a New York coffee table where he's just all the little pictures. Oh, I would so love if that. you don't know, what he does is that he randomly at this point he's big now he's not doing it but he built his instagram profile by randomly selecting people on new york streets and asking them their story and what he ends up doing is he takes maybe like in the beginning it was maybe like four or five pictures and then on the carousel he would share these people's stories or these little snippets of their lives and it's grown to be it's just going to be a thing. And he seems so humble and kind. So shout out to that white man. I, I could, He could get it too. Because that is just a sweet being. And then I don't have the book next to me. Um, but if you too want to get into poop. And you really want to start regulating your um, bowel movements. And learning about how your digestive system and your you know colon are basically the epicenter of your health that's where most disease starts that's where most healing should start then you guys should read this classic it's called tissue cleansing through bowel movement by bernard jensen and uh, that's a real ass white man digging in poop and just loving it that's just his purpose could you imagine your purpose in life being poop
0: yeah Gotta is a really Important part of my life
1: is it? You You are internet. I have to take my magnesium. I have to take warm water with lemon. Internet, don't I will
0: not drink cold water. You cannot put cold water in in front of me and get me to drink it. I'm like, nope. I won't be able to go to the bathroom for days. It it (laughs) stops at
1: the stomach. It it makes your stomach go like. Oh my
0: god! I was supposed to get you a squatty potty and I didn't.
1: It's okay, girl. I'm just I'm gonna not get gonna you one. That's my way of. I'm just now creating a weird relationship with food in the name of health. Like,
0: I don't know if that's
1: <laughs> most people. <laughs> so that's just to kick off this shame episode. Um. Oh. Yes. Th- those are my. That's my hot shit, girl. Literally. Okay. Literally.
0: <laughs> I don't have anything this week. I'm. I'm. I'm thinking to myself: Did I discover anything new? No, I probably uh, there was some music that I was listening to, but I can't remember whose it was or what it was. And that's what happens. That's why I don't know any of these new kids, because I'll just put something on in the car on the way to see my man, Dr. Russell. <laughs> Russell, And <laughs> then I never look up to see who the artist is and the song is gone forever. But the moment lives on.
1: What is it on your discover page? How, how does that happen?
0: Yeah, I think it's just uh, right now, I will say in, in the winter time, well, mostly all the time, all I'm listening to most, most often what I'm listening to is Afrobeat. And so I'll just put on, they have like a Ginger Me playlist mm. that it changes all, mm-hmm, um, all mm-hmm, the time. They mm-hmm. update it. And so I'll just put that on and imagine that I'm somewhere warm. But it also just puts me in a good mood and lifts my spirit. So I'll put that on and ride and we'll never know who these people are. Especially since they're artists that are mostly located, you know, on the continent or in London or something, and I just don't have any uh connection for on who they are. Like they're not super visible, so mm-hmm. womp. But you know who is visible? Rihanna's pregnant. So you have a baby. Wow. It made me so... I, I don't want to be one of these people that's like, oh my God. like You know her. So many people were posting about it. I was like, wow, look at how attached we all are to this human we don't know. But I'm just so happy for her. I'm I don't care. For her. I'm so. She has been talking about wanting a baby and wanting to be a mama for mad long. And now it's happening for her, and that just brings me joy. Shout out and to I Asap. Don't care that Shout I don't know her. Shout out to Asap. I need his prayer, okay? <laughs> Sierra, Sierra's ain't working. I need <laughs> his prayer. Cause baby, That's funny. That's listen. Pretty. I'm not playing. I said, wow.
1: Brag the real one, the baddest. Listen,
0: that is that is that is a lucky man. A, a brag. That is a brag. that is amazing. Hit it raw. oh. Wow. Wow. You ejaculated in Rihanna oh. and gave her a baby. Wow. Now
1: you're sp- splitting DNA with the bitch. Wow. connected for
0: life. Yeah. Wow. I haven't heard. B- can you imagine the skin on that baby? Oh, wow. What
1: a beautiful what little a beautiful, being it's going to yes. be. Because he's pretty. I don't care. He is pretty. He is he's very pretty. pretty.
0: And she's just very pretty. And, and they're just interesting. I, oh. it's so, it, you know what i was thinking about it i was look. i was thinking to myself wow some kid is gonna be born and their fucking parents are gonna be rihanna and asap rocky are you kidding mom and dad thanks a lot like <laughs> barbara <laughs> jean what the thanks fuck? for choosing me <laughs> <laughs> no that's terrible <laughs> but it's like what you, like you looking at blue you ivy and sir i'm like wait are you serious damn what's some karma What's that?
1: That's why that we. Baby. That's why. Well, girl, you went to Bali, and you made your prayers at the temples, so you got some heavyweight blessings. Now
0: one of them came true. You don't know yet. what's
1: happening yet. And this, this shit can come. This is karmic. This takes lifetimes.
0: You're gonna. Well, we're gonna. Your next reincarnation go, could be. Go into that. But you know what's funny is that um, I have been sending pictures of her to Jasmine and Amanda and being like, "It's giving pregnant. It's giving." Pregnant and Jazz was Jazz and Amanda kept being like, I don't know, I don't know. You think you think? I was like, Look at her. Face. Her face looks yes. like she's been wearing mad baggy clothes,
1: mm-hmm. like mad, mad baggy clothes.
0: She looks so cute. I did want her to cover that baby up though. It's cold as shit in New York. Oh, she, she, had she already stomach sh- out. Mom
1: shaving. Cover said, that baby God up. God damn it. Cover that God like, goddamn baby. baby but I'm really
0: happy. For, I'm just happy to see people win. Like, good for her, you know good for fucking her. She launched her empire. Yeah, and him. And I didn't know that he had roots in Barbados. I didn't know they had been friends for years and years. He had been trying for years. They dated briefly and then like no, it didn't work. And they went off. And I don't know these people. And I guess one did their own thing and found each other again. But either way, a beautiful black family is. Being born in front Wealthy of our very rich eyes. rich, too. Just a generational wealth. Just, ugh. I hope so, yeah. I, I hope that it's that it lasts for them. I just want to see all nothing but happiness and joy for the both of them. Lovely. Well, lovely baby news. On um, the contrary, oh, here you go, documentary
1: Billy. of um, Philadelphia's finest, Bill Clasby, is coming out. <laughs> It's out.
0: Uh, is Part it out? Is out already. Mm-hmm. It aired Sunday.
1: Oh, I need to watch this then. I'm it's busy watching Showtime. Euphoria. I should be watching this.
0: Jesus Christ. It's on Showtime. I haven't watched it yet because I don't have Showtime. Um, but I plan on getting, this is a hack, life hack for everyone. You can get a 30-day trial for free. And so I will do that as soon as all of the parts are released so that I can hurry up and watch some bitches and then cancel. so that i don't have to pay anything
1: well um it was created produced by w kamau bell and i was listening to something on npr it seems like it's it's really rich a lot of people he has interviewed a lot of the victims and then a lot of people in hollywood um Mm. black people black comedians in Hollywood that are sharing their opinions about it. And he's been facing, of course, a lot of backlash from the black community that, you know, still support Bill Cosby and his legacy. And um apparently Bill Cosby's representatives called it a PR hack, which I I don't I don't quite understand. Was he just saying that the creators trying to get attention from it or don't I don't know what that means, but they like had an all out response to the um, to the documentary and just saying, you know, just trying to discredit and trying to uplift um, Bill Cosby again as the victim. But did we have we covered this? How do you feel? Are you watching the Cosby show? Are you is he dead to you or Bill Cosby? For me, I didn't grow up with him as a comedian. But like is the Bill Co- it was the Cosby show. So like that's always been my relationship with him, not him as the um the artist. I never watched his movies stand or up. his stand up. It's just for me it's You never always- saw a
0: ghost dad? No. Wow. I don't ghost think so. Ghost Dad is the shit. He was a ghost, but he was the dad. He came oh. back to hold him down. He Thanks. died because he fell down the steps because the kid put a skate their skates on the steps. Oh, And they kept telling a, him to stop putting them skates on the steps, so he died. Not a
1: random tragedy like that. But it was a really good movie. No, I, I have I have only my real connection to him is, um, you know, the Cosby Cosby Show and the in the movies that came, Jello the shows pudding. that came from it. Jello pudding, of course, but. And I don't know if I I'm I definitely can't I'm not going out to look to watch the Cosby Show, but if it's on i'm gonna watch the Cosby show and i'm a i'm a i'm gonna get into it i'm gonna laugh i'm gonna I'm going to still love those characters and what it represents and i don't I don't know
0: what you said I haven't said anything i think um Bill Cosby is similar to he he's deeply disappointing because he doesn't take any accountability. And that's where I'm just torn of like, why can't you just look back and say this was wrong or times were different? And I don't know, do, do something to hold yourself accountable. But he just cannot do that. He's no, doubled he down was. repeatedly. Um, I'm not super attached to the Cosby show. Mm. Um, because I, sadly, I didn't grow up watching the Cosby Mm. show as much. Um, I know the Cosby show, but I can't, I would have to go back and watch it from front to back to know even what happened to all of the characters. I just didn't grow up with that being the show. Um, I am attached to a different world, very much so um you know that till this day my dying wish is mm-hmm. to be with Dwayne Wayne mm-hmm. like <laughs> and um it's tricky i that's why i really wanted to watch the documentary because from the from the what is that oh man not the ads the what is it why why is that word lost on from me the, the preview clips the clips the preview yeah um it seems that it was really a mixture of people discussing the Mm -hmm. topic that there are people who are really angry with bill cosby and there are people who are who are more like you know maybe they don't feel like he did a whole lot wrong times were different and they make kind of excuses for him and then there's people in the middle who are like that was really fucked up but we can't tear down the art and so I feel similar, like Bill Cosby to me is like R. Kelly, no accountability, no nothing. And I don't know if either one of them is worse than the other. Uh, I think that the only difference for me is that R. Kelly was, was seemingly a little bit closer to the present day where it's, you have to be more clear that this is wrong and you're dealing with young, underage kids that's my thing of like, that's my hard line. When you get to children, that's my line. Yeah, like, okay. Even with Michael Jackson, I don't, I don't feel the same way about him because I'm just unclear of what happened. But I, I really don't know. That's why I want to watch the documentary. I want to hear the different points. Cause I don't know how to feel and it's putting, tricky. Putting slipping Women Mickeys
1: is, is, is a, Classic, it's terrible. violation. <laughs> it's not. I don't know if that's like a, a thin well, line.
0: I think what and he like. Was, well, I think what he was saying was that no, it, that it was a thin line because of the party scene, because of the seventies, because of this and that. There were, uh, and uh, it wasn't just that. It wasn't just the the accusations, according to what I've read, weren't just that he was drugging them and then hoping they drank, tank the, took the drink. That it was like. No, some of that occurred. And then it was also like, you're in my room partying, getting high. Like, this is a part of the culture. And part of the culture was like, you lo- loosen up that way. Like, there's jokes where he, in his stand-up, talks about, and then she gets loose. You oh, know, like, girl. and everybody's laughing. Like, you have to realize is that I, when I went back and started watching old television shows, specifically comedies that were primetime TV shows. Frasier, I talk about that all, Cheers. They talk about drugging women in jokes all the time. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, a, that's indicative of the culture of like this, is, and I'm not excusing it and saying it's okay. I'm saying that like, you can never get away with that today. You can't make a joke of that. Hmm. And so it's just a really different Really World. different time, um but it at, at, when I go back and watch those shows, it makes me real it makes me uncomfortable I'm like, wow, and I did it deliberately, like you could never get away with this now. I think I said on this podcast before Frazier lost his virginity to his adult teacher at sixteen. oh Jesus, and they high fived him for it. That's child molestation and endangerment and <laughs> abuse now. But back then, it was something to brag about.
1: Well, I I, I definitely want to check out the documentary. And, re, and regardless of the crimes, I guess the question that we're all grappling with, I don't think, I think is, yeah, people are, are it's very black and white, is if you support the artist... I don't do, you support, do you still support? Do you still consume and enjoy the art, even though the artist is fucked up?
0: I think that's a personal thing. I think for for me again, R. Kelly is a hard no because that's those are my boundaries and my line. Um, but um, Bill Cosby, I, I'm not as I'm not that attached to him, Marvin and I'm Kay angry with them.
1: him. Marvin Kaye was a pedophile in many ways too. Anyway, look, that's the whole. That's other the thing. Topic. It's
0: like the more you know, the more you know.
1: Exactly. I don't. Up.
0: I don't know the history of Marvin Gaye, and I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not popping on a Marvin Gaye CD very often now. If I find out something was wrong with Donny Hathaway, I'll be just devastated. I wouldn't know what to do. with My I might have to still play Donny, but it's all about your attachment, you know. Yeah. So and it's personal. But speaking of. I mentioned Michael Jackson. His sister's documentary was out. His sister, who is Janet the God Jackson. Did you happen to you didn't watch any of this, right?
1: No, I would love I I want to, but it's on some like random. What is it on Lifetime? It's on
0: Lifetime.
1: All you need like is somebody's random.
0: cable information. It's really it, it, Go to it's worth House. it.
1: Amanda got the hook up.
0: <laughs> it's really worth it. Um I don't know if the I don't know if we learned anything very new. I did. I didn't know that much about her um, previous marriages, um, but it was nice to hear it from her point of view. There's still something there that just feels like so childlike, but not in just an innocent way and in a like something stunted in the development almost like it's a, I don't know. Some it, it makes me a little uncomfortable. Like, are you okay? Um, but she's fierce. She's a strong woman, that lady. Um, and what I learned was that she really, and still to this day, has been protecting men and centering them her entire life. From from her father, yeah, protecting Jackson him today. and making sure. She must have said in that documentary, I don't know how many times that her life, and it, and it, and it's very well true, her life wouldn't have been what it was without her father. But she also, you could see the deep pain of like, never feeling that she got the love from him that she wanted. He was very strict. She didn't even want to sing. He told her she was going to, after he discovered a tape of her, um, playing around in their studio. And you have to realize she grew up in like lavish by the time she was really able to have memories. They were rich. Mm. They were the Jackson five. They were hosting celebrities at the house and things of that nature while still dealing with, um, discrimination In their community, because they were the first black family on the street, yada yada. yada. But they came from very humble beginnings. But she didn't seem to have much recollection of that, and so that was really interesting. I didn't realize that her two mar her first husband was just a hot ass mess. To barge that he was like, unfortunately, hung up on drugs on their wedding night. That he wasn't around because he was doing drugs, like all kinds of stuff. And that she married him because she wanted to be free of her father.
1: How old was she? Oh, she must have been very young then.
0: Young, 18. And then the other guy
1: holding her breast who's that? The French guy? Renee, Renee.
0: Renee, who was the filmmaker. Right. I'm sure that must have been deeply painful because he ended up having issues with drugs as well, but years down the road, and they seemed like they were really happy. Um, but he was documenting, documenting everything, even before she was, you know, before that iconic control album, like before all of that, he was like, he knew what was going, he saw it, you know, he saw the vision and he had all of this footage that I'm sure she had to pay him to use, or maybe she got it in the divorce, but I'm sure that divorce was super painful because he, they had to settle. He was like, Oh no, I've been with you for years and years and years. Half of this shit was me. And a lot of it was. He was really involved with her career. He hmm. was the person that got her to be more sensual. That cover He's was his French? idea. What
1: he was he like a white I don't remember.
0: Guy? No, he I don't think he was I don't know what he hmm. what he was, but he didn't what give white he to look me. Like? Um but that must have been really difficult. It just it was just interesting to watch, but and then and then to go to to Jermaine Dupree. So God he was me. dragged. He was in he it. He deserved it. And he was in it. He I didn't realize he was with her longer than her both of her husbands. How many? Oh, they were with together for a year. They then. were together for mad long, her and Jermaine. They never lived together. She was always she was based in LA, he was based in Atlanta. But what was so interesting to me when they were asking how it ended, his little peanut brain self couldn't even take accountability. Really, in that moment he was like, uh, I guess um, uh, you know, me fucking up." <laughs> Something like that. And it was just what? grow up. And- grow up. Didn't you <laughs> listen to 444? Grow Thank up. you. It was like, "What are you doing?" And then she looked so sad. She said, Oh, I heard rumors that he was cheating. And even still, but he's a really great guy. Jermaine's this, da, da, da. you know, doing that whole thing. And I saw myself in her in that moment of like, mm. and it made me nervous of like, what is the line between compassion and empathy? And just protecting these negroes when just just let them crash and burn. Then she went on to protect Justin. She what did goes, she I say? I'm very just, what, what? Justin and I are friends. You know, there's footage apparently of her horrified after that event that it was not planned. It was not on purpose. She was crying backstage. Jermaine Dupri was like, "I was there. I had no idea. I never even saw the 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 nipple out. Like I didn't know what was going on. I just there was just chaos." backstage and she was so upset and and apparently Justin was going to release a statement she told him not to she said you know I'm getting all the backlash I can take it you know I guess she had already been through the fire with you know she supported her brother during his allegations so I guess she thought uh it is what it is I can take it but it was just so interesting to me. But the gumption of these assholes. Oh. The gumption. The gumption of, of Jermaine Dupree to get on my fucking television and giggle about cheating on Janet the God Jackson. Are you fucking kidding me? You this lady wanted to marry him and she said she would she wanted to have as many babies as he wanted. What? Are you cheating on her? I just can't. I just like, and then giggled. It was the giggle. It's like people make mistakes with the fucking giggle. I wanted to, I almost threw something at the TV. It's like, are you insane? It was the giggle. And it was the, the fact that he just seemed so immature while he was talking about it. You could see that he cares about
1: her. Yeah, Just grow up. Grow up.
0: What are you doing? What are
1: you stunted. doing? He's stunted too. He got rich, bad wealth. I'm, listen, being 20, 22, 25 years old and being extremely wealthy and having access to all types of things, that's going to stunt you. And Andre said it. Did You, you got to listen to the interview where he says like having that much at such a young age, it freezes you. It mm. freezes your development in a way that mm. you just...
0: That's what I get from Janet, too, though, is a there's a, there's something that didn't develop. There's yeah, something and if that's still so childlike. It
1: like stunts there's you. something you there
0: that, and, and it's not that her lived experience, you know, she's, it's not the immaturity, it's not, there's just something that feels that you might be talking to somebody who hasn't fully lived all the things yet. But there's still sound, but there's just something missing. I mean, that's the
1: Jacksons, that's also like the Jackson thing, too. They all have that type of air of like, um, are y'all Michael okay? Too. Yeah, Michael, too. <laughs> just kind of,
0: just kind of stuck, stuck in their dad's like house, still practicing, still rehearsing. There's something.
1: And then that trauma that they, anyway, trauma with money, with ne- probably severe neglect, probably with not having had a childhood
0: and not having friends. She and? talked about that about how di- of course, how difficult it was for her to have friends because she just was like I had no idea and and she was very aware. I had no idea who was around me and for what and the reason they were, what their intentions were. God, and 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 how she struggled with body images, you know, from her being on good times. And she's an incredible actress. People don't give her enough credit for that. Janet is really fucking good. Um, her being on good times and then, you know, binding her chest because she started to develop, but she, they needed her to remain young. Her then going on to be in fame and then her putting on weight. And, of course, people are saying she's a secret baby. And it's just like, it's a lot of shit. Yeah, her weight like, stuff you,
1: has been a thing, too.
0: Because Jenna yeah, would she, be she from said,
1: voluptuous to, like, rock timing. hard abs in, like, two yeah. weeks. You'd be like, what is The bodysuit okay?
0: change? yeah but she said like she's an emotional eater. That's how she copes. that's her coping mechanism. so it it was it was really um it was interesting. I was happy she got to tell her story it was it was also in, um interesting to see how she skip hop skip and jump right over that billionaire. I was about to day. say what
1: happened with the billionaire that she married the next day.
0: I really feel that he probably has a team of lawyers, and she's like, I ain't about to fight them over this shit. like no skip she went on to talk about being a mother. And how she she seems like there's so much resolve in her now. Like she's like, this is my job. She's like, if I go out there and I perform and I'm not at my best, that's completely fine because this is my number one job now. So I'll take that. I don't care about those headlines.
1: She's like, is she still
0: like a little bit like this? Yeah, you know, she did she's a lot her to her face, like but but I I also want to shout out Tyler Perry because I will say when people cast. When people cast folks aside, Tyler will give their asses a job, baby. Tyler said, Janet, come on to be in these movies now. I ain't worried about your nipple. <laughs> Tyler didn't pay for Meghan Markle and and Harry to stay in his oh, house. Right, he did. <laughs> I'm saying like Tyler is out here quietly doing the Lord's work. So He got some up his sleeve know. with Netflix too. He does. Well, Medea's he, he's releasing all those Medea films oh. that I still won't watch.
1: But, Yo. And we already talked about them shit slap. I watched the recorded play. <laughs> I was dying watching that recorded Are play. Are they funny? I was I in can't it. Watch I was that. like, oh no, <laughs> cracking up.
0: We got to do that one day. I'm going to come over to your house. We're going to watch Medea. I just don't watch feel like play. I have that in me. There's so you'd be many surprised, things I want to watch. It's not Medea. You simple enough. Maybe.
1: You'd be all in it cracking up.
0: I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but Minnie Mouse <laughs> got a it. new look. Hate it. First of all, that it's it's in addition to her outfits. Like oh, it's Minnie Mouse has, yeah, it's oh, not okay. that Minnie Mouse is never going to be pictured in her iconic look again. It's just another outfit, and people are it losing their cute, fucking though. minds over this lady being in a pantsuit. I don't not like the spots on the pantsuit. They could have just given me a nice blue sequence yeah, pantsuit. Like, get it but together. You know.
1: And the way you referenced to her referred to her as a lady is also. <laughs> that's <laughs> problematic I, everybody just, being upset I just think about people it. are losing <laughs>
0: their minds over re- these rebrands from m&m's to this it's like fucking relax yo and then and it's annoying to me because it's women it's women saying like oh you're you're losing the uh, you're you're stripping us of our femininity and we should be allowed to be sexy and blah, 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 blah. It's like, yo, how is putting this woman adding a pantsuit to her wardrobe stripping her of her femininity? I better not
1: touch Betty the fuck boop. That's all I'm saying. All right. They start yeah, fucking like, with Betty. I'm gonna be mad. When they
0: put Jessica Rabbit in a sweatsuit, I'm gonna yeah, go, all put- <laughs> hold up.
1: Hold up. <laughs> so, you know, they start doing that now. Cause that like, was wait.
0: A, that hey, was a sex wait.
1: pot. Whoa. Talk but about Jessica inappropriate. Rabbit, talk about I remember
0: watching that and, and being like, wow. I'm not that. How do I get to be that? And being little—that's what I'm saying. This shit is. Tricky. I was like, is her
1: coochie gonna show? That slit is high. I kept being like, is it?
0: <laughs> Try to look under her skirt. <laughs> like, no, God but damn. everybody needs to really relax about Minnie Mouse. I'm really sick of the war on cartoons right now. Yeah, it, it just ain't slapping. People the are dots that, ain't it. You can't the dots touch, are not it.
1: You can't touch kids. People's Her original outfit of isn't
0: slapping that much. Let me look up Minnie Mouse. What she got on? She got a little
1: cute, got a little socks, little white socks on, little shoes, little heels, clonkity-clonkity. All
0: right, that's cute. She got the bow. Oh, that's why they put the polka dots on there because she has polka dots in the red. It look, Minnie Mouse, Minnie Mouse got mad she outfits. Nah, Minnie Mouse got mad outfits. She does. She got the red. She got the pink. She got the pantsuit. And she wasn't she
1: even... Unmodest in her other outfit, her underwear would show every now and then. But for real,
0: for real, it was. It's <laughs> not about being modest. It's about ma It's a power suit.
1: Get the fuck out of it's, here, man! We already know she has. She had. Y'all are
0: irritating me. She
1: had the women's touch off of Mickey. You know what I mean? She oh didn't. God. She was real powerful with him. She just had to look at him.
0: <laughs> Somebody twice. said. Somebody said, if you're going to put Minnie Mouse in a pants suit, you better give Winnie the Pooh some fucking pants in general.
1: (laughs) I died.
0: (laughs) And that is, that is. Oh, the way this cat is staring at me, just sitting here staring, stressing me out, waiting for that food. Nope. I know what I'll be doing on Valentine's Day. Speaking of my cat, (laughs) I'll be hanging out with her. And then I will also be watching Versus. Versus has announced Anthony Hamilton in music you Soul eat child. Him up. Who?
1: Uh, Anthony Hamilton is a far more
0: He's, he's a, a far better, better singer.
1: Better artist. Yes. <laughs> but music Musician.
0: Music's album. Music got the hits yeah. though. Music at the radio hits for our ignorant asses. We're going to be like M-A-R-Y-A-N-O-W-T-O-U-F-I-Y-O-U-T. That's my
1: shit. That's my shit.
0: No, it's going to be lovely. And especially, of course, being from Philly, I can remember being on the cheese bus and singing the hell out of music because... Baby, how the bus driver would blast Power 99 on the way home if we acted right.
1: But then, what then was that? he just started doing the same songs over and over every album. I'm a I love know. you, girl. If you big, if you little, if you old. No, that
0: song didn't slip. That <laughs> oh, but, song oh, was He that. just kept the same trope, though. No, but when music hits you with So Beautiful, wow. That joint still, I can still play So Beautiful and not be embarrassed. That didn't age. You know what I'm talking about? How's that go? The little Sex Pot song. Tell me how it go. Girl, don't you know? Oh, Girl, so, so beautiful, beautiful. baby. <laughs> oh, no, here. my love, to... <laughs> <Y'all can see. laughs> Ooh, Teach me to love. <laughs> Merry go round, half crazy. One, four, three. Ooh, don't change, don't then. Oh man, it's gonna be. It's gonna be a good time. I don't know if music has twenty, but that music tried to rap, and then no, it was like, oh, soul star. <laughs> no, he wasn't trying to rap. He was trying to get out of his um. He was trying to get out of his contract. He did that on purpose.
1: Well, he done that was embarrassing and not worth it. I would have just stayed. He wanted the, like, I he stayed wanted the label down to drop and ruin my career with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, he started. What was his rap name? I forgot. It you was fucked up. I soul thought you just, child it was rap fucked up. Name. It's Matter of fact, if he wrote the hustle, <laughs> don't play with me. We
1: got to play that. You got an <laughs> outro song. with him,
0: <laughs> him rapping. His alter ego to hustle music,
1: music, and music. Soul child like,
0: is a rapper now, and his name is The Hustle. Girl, Lord, you know us. who his that baby is mom the- is?
1: <laughs> oh, I am. I gotta talk about that stupid the thing because I, I just text me. She just she stretches me out. It's the woman that's always nursing her babies and swinging on a stripper pole.
0: Excuse me.
1: She was on Instagram. She she be nursing her babies while going oh, on the stripper I pole. Oh, forgot
0: he had a baby with her.
1: And I, you know, I like her, but she just, you know, how I feel about people crying in the and on the cameras and she stuff. She cries. She be the going camera. on live, crying, telling all her business. I <laughs> am <And I'm> like,
0: <laughs> she and Jaguar like, in it, girl. Music. She acting like Jaguar right. Shout out to her.
1: And <sighs> it's a, it's a little overwhelming, but I said, wow music you fucked with the wrong one because she was <laughs> all your fucking business
0: I just you can't wait shit. to see what they wear I just need him to wear that little hat and them sunglasses because that eye is tricky but Anthony Hamilton is going to surprise us I'm curious to know oh. what Anthony Hamilton has written Anthony Hamilton has songs that make me cry there's me this too. one song that like it's it feels like a praise Roberta? song I'm going to find no. it it's
1: some no. woman's name that I love Charlene
0: Char- <laughs> What? I knew it was a country woman's name. <laughs> that makes you cry? I think so. No, it doesn't. Don't be don't annoying. tell me what evokes emotion in me. That's stupid. Why would Charlene make you cry? I'm judging this. shit. Maybe it ain't out of
1: it. Oh why Charlene Theron? So that's the wrong Charlene child that came up.
0: I got a... oh can't let go is my jaunt. Oh no, he got some shit. Point of it all, I forgot. And I forgot. Falls. I have home. to find the song that makes me weep, though. When I play it, I'm like, Sha- <laughs> "Yeah, I woke up this one." Yo, I love Charlene. That's my shit. I was a young drunk crying at that. I guess. Like, Damn, what's the song? Is it pass 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 me over? Oh, pass me over. Anyway, uh, we have been talking a long time, so I got to get through this. i don't want to spend a lot of time on this either spotify lost two billion dollars due to joe rogan's podcast and his comments about uh the vaccine the the folks that he's had on i don't listen to joe rogan i didn't even realize this was happening but apparently he's anti-vax he has a lot of anti-vax folks on the podcast that it's fine to have a difference of opinion, but they are actually spreading misinformation according to science. Plenty of doctors, over a hundred and some doctors, wrote Spotify in a petition begging Spotify to do something about it because he has the number one top rated podcast on Spotify. Um, This led to artists such as, what is the homie's name? Neil Young.
1: Neil (laughs) Young, Joni.
0: Joni Mitchell and Indy Iree, Joni I saw Mitchell, today. that'll
1: fuck me up. I'm sad about
0: that. <laughs> yeah, they're all dipping out. <laughs> um, So I wanted to spend some time talking about freedom of speech versus agreeing to disagree, opinion versus fact. But That's we are a running a little bit episode. out of time. Yeah, so I think that... We can revisit that, but I do think that is important because it is a, it is a fine line, but Joe Rogan did address this. Um, he said that he didn't mean to upset anyone. He just likes to invite people on that have varying opinions to keep the conversation interesting. He also um, agreed to have some sort of warning at the beginnings of his podcast, which people just will scroll through that. Um, But he has vowed to, quote-unquote, do better. So we will see. Joe. Um, But we have to get into politics because I have not done politics and I've missed it. We're going to fly through this uh, as best as I can. There is a Florida bill moving through the Florida legislature. Mm. Mm. (laughs) I'm going to try that again. (laughs) I will say that I've been drinking this and this is cider with a whole bunch of um bourbon in it mm. and so it's getting tricky over here and i good for you girl really don't drink in the house but i decided to have one so let's try this again and i'm talking so quickly that i'm forgetting to swallow so i'm getting really a little juicy mouth it'll <laughs> be
1: okay people <sighs> enjoy your voice and they want to be here for everybody okay. else get the fuck out of here if you're mad It's taking too CBD long cbd
0: hitting shots <laughs> you're like fuck it it's gonna be okay it. <laughs> it'll be all right all right there is a bill moving through the Florida legislature about banning conversations that make children uncomfortable in schools, i.e. slavery, the Holocaust, LGBTQIA rights, etc. Um, this bill is backed by the Republican governor. Um, it will prohibit Florida's public schools and private businesses from making people feel discomfort or guilt. Based on their race, sex, or national national origin, um, it received the first approval Tuesday by the State Senate Education Committee. This is the most dumb shit I ever heard in my entire life. You need to feel uncomfortable. It's history. Not dumb. That's scary, Antoinette. That's
1: it's, not this dumb. Is, this That's is scary. Yes,
0: this is. Yes, gotta, so it's, it's actually cave. terrifying. That's fucked <laughs> the, up. They're literally trying to erase history. I just saw that they removed, I forget what other book it was, from Required Reading. I know um, The Mouse, or Mm -hmm. Mouse, I think. Mm -hmm. And what was the other one? Damn, I forgot. It's a great book, too. Great art. Yeah, I know Beloved was gone. What? Oh, yeah, Required Beloved's out of here. But... They are erasing history, and I think they're also, in my opinion, to go back to my new favorite phrase: the "human experience." They're ruining our human experience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm serious. <laughs> These things happen, and 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 maybe you do need to feel a little guilt, a little shame. You need to feel a little uncomfortable, and then you have a conversation about it, hopefully with a parent or a teacher or a friend. You need to, and you come to the conclusion. Right that it was that it wasn't you and that you need to do differently, and this these are the things to look out for you know if you don't know about your history it it will repeat itself, so all of these states are just like for lack of a better word, whitewashing shit and and then what then you you don't even know the warning signs of corruption of a trump of a Hitler of a like are you serious and and this is History is deeply rooted in people's identity, in their way of being, in their culture. It's in their bones, and their marrow. And you just want to erase it because you feel uncomfortable? Shut the fuck up. What? Do you know how uncomfortable people are in this country? Mm. This is wild to me. People are uncomfortable every fucking day and you just have to deal with it. Or we just have to deal with it. I want to feel uncomfortable when I'm learning. I want to feel challenged. I mean, like, I, I, I
1: don't think it's that... You're not
0: preparing these kids for life.
1: I don't think it's that... Um, it's not veering that far away from what's been taught in schools for the most part anyway. You know, I think, I think we've had this hmm. whole uh, wave of wokeness and like it's part of the agree. national discourse... And I think this is the back, this is the response to that. Like it's becoming a natural that, discussion and white people are like, you're not going to make me feel guilty. You're not going to make my kid feel guilty. We we feel guilty enough from all of these protests, all of these things. I'm proud. I'm proud to be American. I'm proud of my history here. I'm not a slave owner. You, uh, you're you not going to make me feel guilty, nor my kids feel guilty. So you're not going to shove this propaganda it's propaganda to them.
0: It's that propaganda.
1: It's 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 similar to a misinformation the same way that I think a lot of liberals feel, you know, Republican rhetoric Republican rhetoric rhetoric. Is. It's just it's two kinds it's two coin two sides of the same coin. We just talk well, about the, Joe Rogan. Like even yeah. silencing him feels scary to me.
0: It just feels Agreed. scary. All of it feels Agreed. scary. I um the only thing I'll push back on it is is it is different than what we've learned up until this point because no i do I don't feel that history is taught sufficiently in this country, especially in the school system or accurately, but at least we fucking know about it <laughs> at least we know the Holocaust was a thing at least we know about slavery at least like we know of the topic, and it's up to us to go out and be critical thinkers and, and get the more information and, and go and deep, do a deeper dive into what the little, little things that we learn in school, right? They're talking about not even t- discussing it. Didn't happen. It's like, what?
1: Wait. So what? What? What's? I'm so curious as what to the fuck what, are you how teach? was America founded. That's. I just want to know, like, how are they going to explain the existence of your ass being the fuck here? How are you going to explain black know. people being? How are you going to explain? How know. are you going to explain any I think of it? Maybe
0: they'll just they'll just teach who the presidents were um and i think they might just do the paragraph
1: things they don't they don't want the texts around they don't want the lessons they don't want the deep dive you can say slavery happened, but you're not going to talk you're not going to do the life of a slave girl we're not going to read that we're not going to read beloved we're not going to read these accounts that humanize and bring like humanities the the human
0: experience bitch (laughs) that's the name of this podcast (laughs) a human experience they don't want to do that
1: because it's propaganda to them you have to understand what the, the idea is. You're trying to break my, nation, my, my, nas- my uh, na- national pride. I'm proud to be a white American. What is a white
0: American, y'all? There are
1: people that are proud of the history. They're proud of America's legacy of fighting for freedom.
0: But whiteness isn't it's, real.
1: But this is they don't understand that it. it's a place where there is economic equality where people have come and everybody have the same opportunities, and you take advantage of them depending on your ability and your sense. And if you don't take advantage of them, it's because you're irresponsible and probably subhuman.
0: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well, more. Th- this is terrifying, and it's we need scary. to be paying close yeah, attention to the caves
1: to it. of. I don't know where to go. Ain't nowhere to go, Sweet. Ain't nowhere
0: to escape. We gotta shit. go
1: to the white countries to get out. <laughs> to get away.
0: <laughs> ridiculous. I'm going back to Bali. <laughs> you don't have a whole lot of freedom there. You get locked the hell up for that CBD cigarette. But fuck it. They don't play that. In other news, Ahmad Aubrey. Oh, stop blue This don't just came that. out. What what happened? I don't understand what what happened. So, his his okay. So the federal case the lawyers ex- tried to accept a plea deal without the consent of his mom, which I am my understanding of the law that without not even just her consent but her being aware she's saying she was completely blindsided by this i'm explaining.
1: her the, her of a mod, her defense lawyers or her prosecute her her lawyers tried to do this
0: no 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 the 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 defense oh, lawyer oh, okay, okay. i don't i don't understand it i don't understand it actually now that you're saying that I don't know who the fuck did it. Who did it? Because I feel
1: like the lawyers talk to each other when it comes to like plea bargains. They do. From they what do. I've watched so... on um, the wire. It feels like. they...
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, they do. So it must have been. So the lawyer that has her back must have been the lawyer from the state prosecution, maybe, or maybe a, a family. I don't. I don't quite understand anything, but I know that they tried to reach a plea deal, and she was not aware of it, which is actually illegal. I'm pretty sure that you have to be aware of any plea deal, whether you disagree or not, you have to at least be aware of it. Um, and so this plea deal was basically saying that these, the, the guys that were found guilty would serve time in a federal prison instead of a state prison, uh, because it's just safer. It's a little more, um, Plush, if I will say, Um, as plush as a prison can get. But the judge, breaking news, just accepted the guilty plea to the federal hate crimes, but rejected the federal request that they serve time in a federal prison. So the judge was like, yeah, yeah, okay, I accept your uh, guilty plea, but you're going to serve time. Where the fuck you serve time? Sorry. So um, the judge honored the request of the family. So that's really interesting. And I want to do some more research into it cuz I don't quite understand everything. It's hard to follow because we're just getting bits and pieces. When I looked up what the actual plea deal was that was on the table, it wasn't it wasn't made public yet. So it's really hard to understand what happened here, but I'm very curious. I don't know why they well, of course we know why, but it's it's a bit ridiculous how much national coverage this trial got, and for pe- for them to still be trying to make it easy on these assholes is really, com- it's not confusing, but it's just like, what? Y'all just do this shit right out in the public. But anyway, in other news, something that's not getting enough press, apparently six HBCUs oh. received bomb threats today no the day before black history month no. and so i know howard was on, I, I had the list and i lost it i know howard was on that list and i know that um they were doing their due diligence today to try to figure out where these bomb threats originated x y and z but people have to realize like these are resources that <sighs> there's already a lot of limited resources at a lot of these schools and so that The fact that they have to then now spend time and money and resources um, trying to protect their student body and investigate these horrible threats is just ridiculous. And I keep looking this up because I want more information, but it's not getting the coverage that it deserves. Yeah. So that is happening. And so we need to be alert, as always, and vigilant. Um, in other news, the Supreme Court, with Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer retiring. Joe Biden vows to uphold his campaign promise and appoint the first black woman to the court. There have only been two black Supreme Court justices in its history, Justices Thurgood Marshall and Clarence the Coon Thomas. And then we also have um, conservatives freaking the fuck out, saying that this is affirmative action. And they suggest we appoint Candace Owens (laughs) to the courts. (laughs)
1: Candace?
0: I first of all this. Do you have this to be notion, vaccinated to go to the Supreme Court? sure <laughs> I don't. You know what? There are actually no official qualifications to be on the to be a Supreme Court judge, which is Well you wild have to be a judge,
1: right? You have to have like some law
0: degree, you would right? think, but according to I don't I didn't think that Candace was a judge or is she a lawyer? She might have she been might, a
1: lawyer. Like, what the fuck does Candace do? <laughs>
0: Besides just run the her most. fucking mouth, just like us. But <laughs> Candace, was, Candace was having a goddamn fit about Minnie Mouse. Did you see her rant? No, she is oh, not. Oh, She said not Minnie Mouse is destroying the fabric of the United States of America. I said, wow. Candace is on Not Minnie Mouse. Not the pantsuit. What's up, Pantsuit with her? ruined it. Candace. I just want to say. I love that you didn't blink an eye when I called that man Clarence the Coon no, Thomas. I said, that's his middle fucking name. <laughs> that's his middle fucking name. The work that he has done to dismantle um, our civil right to vote. And it's just why like he is. I'm telling you, some people just gotta die off. But the Republic conservatives, what's wrong they all with all crazy. He just Biden. <sighs> I don't think Biden is crazy for this. The court should look. The court. I, I actually think, and of course, would it be? Is he probably doing this for political purposes? Duh. But guess what? I ain't fucking mad at it, and I don't think it has anything to do with affirmative action. The Supreme Court is a court that your ass gets. You get just. You get nominated and put in that bitch. And then you're there for the rest of your why life you, until you don't want to be I'm that language about that. Because I'm, I'm irritated. If you I'm go to the Supreme
1: Court, you get motherfucking nominated, <laughs> put in that motherfucking, and stay oh, until you I'm motherfucking sorry. You're right. dead, I'm nigga. Sorry. Like,
0: it's. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm having a human experience. Forgive me. <laughs> but like, I'm saying the Supreme Court should look like, like the world, it should, or the country at the very least. This is wild. This is beyond we're we're overdue overdue. But I have an issue with the Supreme Court in general because I don't feel this that the Supreme Court is a very democratic system. I I don't get to vote for Supreme Court justices. I feel I should. Mm-hmm. They just get appointed. Hopefully my our person is in office and we fuck with them heavy and. Who's Biden We get a judge that we there. agree with. And then they're there for life. for life. And then the only way to get rid of them is one, if they die, two, if they retire, and three, if you impeach them. That's just them. weird. First of all, this just doesn't even make sense. <laughs> there should be terms. There should be terms to this. I just feel it just, as though this handbook needs to be looked over again. Where yes. is America's
1: HR to be like? Actually, this is Thank no you. longer. Thank you. And the <laughs> other thing,
0: people they keep wanting to bring up the Constitution. Well, guess what? Motherfuckers were living until they were forty. They was dying from like that gonorrhea, were of fucking
1: humans. Nobody
0: like. thought somebody would could be appointed. Amy Cohen Barrett is like twelve years old. She's going to be on that court for. Three goddamn generations. That like, how much they who getting paid? Who doesn't want that power? They got
1: tests that they need to take every now and then <laughs> no. to see if they, they got a, like
0: continued education. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. I'm like, a pe- g- hello, can we get some new blood? I just think we need to rethink this whole system. But as soon as people touch the courts, that is when you're going to have Y'all civil unrest.
1: Bundle up.
0: Wow. <laughs> Listen, they're not playing about those courts. So. Oh, America. Um, I I forget her name. It escapes me. There is a woman. Apparently, there's a there's a uh, a court that is basically a feeder to the Supreme Court, and there is a black woman who clerked under the what current does clerked. Mean she it's worked. Clerking. She worked with him. Uh. Why are you like? <laughs> are you high from the CBD thing? I can't tell. Are <laughs> right, you telling me? I'm
1: just, you're just saying. If words. you're high and I'm drunk, I- this
0: is gonna get tricky. <laughs>
1: You said she was uh, clerking. I ain't never that's heard what, that word.
0: That's what it is. You clerk. It's a part. It's a legal term. Like you're mm-hmm. a clerk, a legal clerk. Don't. That's upset why they me, don't Shazi.
1: have the masses appoint Supreme.
0: Because I'm like twerking. Oh, she was clerking. She was clerking, man. She's a freaking nasty. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Pay sex
1: workers. All right, for I bill. think.
0: I think that we're done with politics. <laughs> I think Shanti's it. but all I'm saying is I think that um I I, I do not believe that
1: Candace is not I is don't not believe the big. No
0: can I'm not even talking about Candace. Candace that's a, just ridiculous. But this notion that this is um affirm uh, affirmative action is 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 really white people love to a, say affirmative action they love slap shit. in the face there has never been a black woman and i i think it's and then they're trying to politicize it and say that joe is politicizing it by making this his campaign promise well, when is. it uh actually ronald reagan politicized it when he said that he would appoint about whoever joe, the fuck girl. he said I know, mm-hmm. but like, this is what they do. They politicking. They po- they politicians. Right. So, what do you what mean do you this else is, is she not going to You're like,
1: going to politic.
0: Shit. Oh, I but want you to look, <laughs> look up clerk while we go on to the next thing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we need to take a break. <laughs> we're going to rate. Please continue to rate, subscribe, <laughs> and politic. share. Why y'all mad y'all naming what he's doing? I'm he's so sorry. I think Shanti's it's okay. high. <laughs> <laughs> share around the way girls we would like to shout out our new patron p holder i don't think she's new. i think she just ret- listened to her do you hear it she's still smoking i think i'm gonna start when i really start smoking weed it's gonna be great. i want you to be high so badly we you have no idea and then and then just just a disgrace
1: my daughter's gonna be like really mom all my life, this is how
0: it's <laughs> really what you're you're like been you was doing? ignoring me every Monday and Tuesday. <laughs> on <a> but it's... <laughs> um anyway. So, oh, we have a voicemail. Oh, oh so we have I a good would love voicemail. to hear it.
1: This is a long it's one. It's late everybody.
0: though. This is a long one. Where are we at? We're already a minute and twenty-two minutes. minute uh, a minute, an hour and twenty-two minutes in, Shani. It's okay, Internet. I really don't think people are like, whoa. But this voicemail, uh, shout out to Shante. She left a voicemail. It's a really great voicemail, but I think it might be best if we do it with the guests that we're gonna have Valentine's Day week, oh, wow. because it's about being single and and moving through life in that way and like working through life. so we're gonna hold on to this voicemail. I'm gonna remember it. It's a really thoughtful voicemail. Uh, Shante, we did not forget about you. And if you want to call and leave us a voicemail, please call us at 215-948-2780. That is 215-948-2780. Go ahead, Shante.
1: In addition to that, shout out to all of the really kind and sweet emails that we've been receiving um, oh, yeah. from folks. We We love to hear from you. So I just want to acknowledge that as well.
0: And so we're going to go to the break now. That was your cue.
1: Oh, after these messages, we'll be right back.
0: So I was perusing on the interwebs, aka Instagram, and I haven't really been on Instagram much lately because I just put whatever I want on there and then I get off because I've been trying to not be influenced um, by these algorithms and this constant scrolling and the confusion that... It brings to my life hmm. in all honesty. But I did see something on there that that stood out to me. And that was shame doesn't exist when stories are told in safe spaces. And I sat with that for a minute and thought, hmm. And I wasn't in the best of, of spaces, I think emotionally that in that moment. And so I thought to myself, where am I holding shame and what am I ashamed of and when have I been able to release that shame? And so I read it again, shame doesn't exist when stories are told in safe spaces. And then I thought to myself, I wonder if I know what my safe space is Mm -hmm. and I wonder if I know how to give or provide safe space for others. And I really sat with that because when I tried to define for myself what my safe space was, it was hard. And it was even hard to define even when I'm alone. Like, when, when, are, when do you feel safe enough to just let it out? Do you feel safe enough to just let it out? Because you have to be really brave to first acknowledge what you're feeling, admit that, and then share it. So I wanted to talk about that. And I wanted to ask, I want, to, uh, I want us to ask ourselves, to challenge ourselves, to invite us to define our safe space, attempt to, or safe space is. What does it look like? What do they feel like? How do we allow people to give it to us, to provide it for us? Mm-hmm. And then, how do we create safe spaces for others? And how do basically how do we let go of that shame? Because we we joke around about shame, 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 shame. 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 All the time, right? And I know that we carry it. And I know, even with you, that there are times when you pull back. And I don't know if it's because of me, or if it's because of you're not ready to admit something to yourself yet, or say something out loud. But often I know that it's attached to some kind of shame. And I think I do the same thing. And I think different people provide different safe spaces. There are certain things that I'm sure you can come to me with, but there are certain things that I'm sure you can go to Amanda with or you can go to Tahitu to or your sister or this or that, you know? And so I'm just so curious. <laughs> no, <sorry. laughs> well, that's the thing. So I'm curious to know uh-uh. all of the things. One, I think first maybe we start with what our what our relationship to shame is and then talk about the safe spaces we need and the safe spaces we can work to provide for others and go.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah. I think it's very interesting though um, because I am smoking the CBD and the reason that I can't smoke marijuana because the feeling, the, the, Mar- I keep saying
0: marijuana <laughs> You sound like your mom you hear?
1: I just heard myself uh-huh. The reason that I can't
0: smoke Marijuana
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself I love myself um, like Is because I feel shame And so deeply When I'm high It mm. it, it, it Overwhelms me in a way That like I've just I think that I actually need to start smoking in a space where I feel comfortable probably by myself, so that I can like start interrogating that, but that that's an aside, just to say that yes, I think I feel shame around um being vulnerable, I think I carry shame around um be feeling sensitive or feeling overly sensitive. I carry shame around, um, for a while less than more and more, I've become less and less ashamed. But when I was a young mother, single mom, um, serving tables, you know, serving rich white people, I Mm -hmm. would hide that I was I I just, it wouldn't be a part of my identity that I shared that I was a mother, um, in relationships, me being a mom and me having this narrative of this being a huge burden and response. Oh, Oh God. Wow. (laughs) Internet just literally slobbered, and it wasn't like you weren't moving or anything. You just couldn't keep liquid in your mouth. I'm so
0: sorry. Wow. I don't know what happened. I didn't <laughs> keep sorry and I was gonna keep going. I was like she didn't see it. She didn't nobody's gonna notice. So she's not gonna notice. <laughs> I can't believe you saw that. Yeah, so really weird, obvious, right? It just it,
1: it just spurted out, multiple <laughs> twice. two spurts, and they, and, and then you really tried am, to cover it.
0: <laughs> I was actively listening to you, and I think I just forgot to swallow. I'm sorry. Please go. I'm sorry. I just,
1: yeah, around motherhood, being a young single mom in 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 moving around the world and in relationship, has been a space of shame, and I think. I think the 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 thing that's most tender to me now and what I'm trying to work through is the vulnerability um, part in, in relationships mm. because I don't, I don't know that I am ex- allowing myself and offering the experience of deep intimacy with a lot of people because of how, I don't know, because of how, Tender that feels. Mm. It just feels, it just feels like, yeah, it just opens up to parts of myself that I think I I have yet to explore. And to offer that, to to explore those parts that you don't know with yourself, with somebody else, is 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 very risky. Sometimes I don't be want to take a risk. <laughs> <laughs> but i don't remember your other questions but that's probably well that's my where shame spirals in my life where the shame
0: yeah how about you i think for me and it and it it fluctuates it's not all the time but i think a lot of the shame that i that i carry or that that ebbs and flows um is around well one was around not living alone. I had a lot of shame with that. Like I am not an adult. This is ridiculous. And really judging myself. And now that I do live alone, I feel, I do feel a lot better about myself. So, um, and, and just, this where I'm at in life. Um, I want to, uh, I, I don't know why, but I have a lot of shame. And I know that I'm, I know that I'm doing all right, but i have shame with where I'm at. I, I, I want to be doing better. I want to be more comfortable. I want to financially, I want to be able to help people out. And I'm not uncomfortable, but I'm not like, I'm not at the place where I feel that I have, a, where, where I can say I've arrived. And a lot of that is rooted in ego. And so I have to check that um, and not happiness. And so I hesitate to say that it's shame and that it, cause it's more about ego. <laughs> um, but also freedom of like, I want to have freedom to move the way I want to move. And so there's shame sometimes when I'm doing that budget and I don't have the wiggle room that I want, that I hmm. once did have. When I was not living alone, right? When I could be like, "Oh yeah, we we going to we going to South Africa? We out." It was it was nothing. It was like, okay, yeah, we're out. I'm not worried. If I have money. I have this, and so I have. I also have shame around, or sometimes it's not often, but there's, or it is. I don't know if it's shame. Internally, I think that I could possibly shame myself for being single, for um, not being quote-unquote chosen, for entering a part of my life where I'm grappling with like, oh, you might not have a kid. You know, of not being able to I guess quote unquote achieve that or have that. Um, it almost feels like I maybe I did something wrong. Mm. But then honestly, I know I I didn't. <laughs> I I talked to somebody last night was just like I can't I can't settle. So that also can sometimes feel like shame, but I can easily navigate it when I sit down. And recognize, like, this isn't shame. This is your, your lonely and longing. Mm-hmm. But you're not ashamed of the decisions that you've made about the partners that you have either passed on or been with, for the most part. You know, like, it's, it's been the right decisions. You're not settling. Mm-hmm. But the one place where there is shame, and I know it's shame, is around how I take care of myself physically. Like when I, when we left for break, I was so upset with how my body felt mm-hmm. and how I did, and, and, it, and I was just like, it's your fault. You're not taking care of yourself. You're not stretching, you're not working out. So there's shame when I have a cheat meal there's shame when my stomach is sticking out more than it did the other day. There's shame when I go and try clothes on and they don't fit. My breasts don't fit in a shirt. My boob, I have to keep tucking it in because it's spilling over of something. It doesn't quite fit. There's, there's shame in that mm-hmm. of like, it, it just feels like a rejection and I've talked about this before. And I say that it's not all the time because I'm actively working to like not be ashamed because I don't hate myself. I, I really don't. But when I make decisions that probably aren't the healthiest, I do feel shame. And, and, and I can't, I, I worry about the amount of shame that I feel.
1: you hmm. shamed about the shame that you're feeling.
0: I, I'm worried. I'm not ashamed. I, it worries me how severe the shame is internally. Like when I when I ate those nachos uh, this weekend, how shameful yeah. I felt. How mm-hmm. I didn't even want to look at myself because mm-hmm. my stuff and, and it was like gluten, the stomach sticking. I was like, you knew it and you did it anyway. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. the? F-? And it was the the shame that came over me and i couldn't stop thinking about it and i tried to stretch and i tried to journal and i cried and i read and i took a bath and i did all the things and it was still just sitting right here of like you self sabotage you do it to yourself mm. you're never going to mm. and it starts mm. rolling off and then the shame turns into this is the why all these mm. other things haven't mm-hmm. mapped out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. And so it weighs on me. Mm-hmm.
1: Attacks have That ain't weighing on you, girl. That is attack. No, that's
0: it's an attack, right? Yeah. And I'm not someone that goes through life like, oh, I'm ugly, I'm fat, I'm this, I'm I'm not that person either. But I have a strange relationship with my body where it's not always the best one. And I actively I'm working out, I'm doing this, but I check in where I'm like, you have to be doing this, not because you're ashamed of yourself, but because you love yourself and you want to take care of yourself. And it's all about intention. But I cannot lie and say that the shame is not there. Mm -hmm. Like if if you ever, we probably not, but have you ever like felt really good? About yourself, one day, and then someone takes a picture of you, and you, and mm-hmm. you see it, and you're like, "I look," mm-hmm. and you don't recognize yourself. You're like, "Oh my god, mm-hmm. this is not how I felt," mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's shocking. And you're just like, "Wow, okay," and then like your your body gets hot. Mm-hmm. I don't know that. about the
1: temperature part, but yeah,
0: but it's it's that, but it's that privately. Two, which is like scary um so that's that's where my shame is rooted in my shame is usually rooted in 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 feeling like I'm supposed to be a better version of myself than what I am
1: yeah, for sure i th- I feel like but it's where most shame comes from, yeah, you right. know the the root of it is I'm, mm-hmm. I need to be different. I'm not good enough who I am, how I am. Mm-hmm. It ain't, you know, bad. And I don't Gee, know how to not, bad. I don't know how to not be this way.
0: Yeah. So and don't used... let
1: nobody know that I'm this way. Like, and nobody can like see the things.
0: That's the thing is that I feel like that's where I feel weird about it because I feel like I do let people see the things. Like I've talked to you about this.
1: When you you let people And again, it it goes back to what I was saying before about hiding from somebody or taking your own solace. I think all of all of all the girls we do this thing of like we'll share our stuff with each other, but once mm-hmm. we've kind of collected ourselves and like got ourselves out of the we're not bleeding anymore. We've like licked our own wounds. And I don't know. I I don't know if that's OK or what what happens when you're like a little bit of a mess. And you reveal that part. In front of somebody Mm. else and you like work, you like discover and figure out what's going on with somebody as a witness versus like you giving the narrative, like girl, I was tripping. I thought this, sometimes I feel this thing happened versus being like, I feel this, you know, being a mess. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, Like, yeah. And I don't, I don't, um, for me, my, my early exposure to that kind of, that kind of energy
0: mm-hmm.
1: was, should not have been sh- put on a five, four year old, right? Like that mm-hmm. kind of vulnerability that kind of like, Ugh! you know, I think I I felt like I was managing that. For a long, long time. And somehow, even though it's not conscious, I've tucked that away to be like, no, mm-hmm. that is messy. That is too much. That is that you is can't not. Be that. I can't be that. But I can hold space for other people for that. Like I can, I can, I'm not, I don't think I judge people. Maybe, maybe it is deep-seated judgment, but I That's don't know how to always be that. Internet. But I think that I can, me, I can be there for other people in that kind of way, which makes it this, it's kind of, it's a balance. It's
0: unbalanced. So let me ask you, how, how, what would you need? What do you think you would need in order to be a mess? I've been thinking in front about of somebody. I think I, I've been
1: thinking about this often and it's, and it's hard with the pandemic. And I think in my, well, I've discovered in my intimate, in my, what do you call that? Conjugal, in my partnership, in your love with a man, my okay. partner, um, okay. I've been able to do a little bit of that for the first time. And I think what I'm discovering is me being around people, settles me in a way that I can slowly open up I can't come off the jump and like it's hard for me to call somebody while I'm in the throes of something it's just hard for me or even to like work out hard emotions that I'm having it's it's hard for me to do that but when I'm in constant contact with somebody it's easy to do that like Mm -hmm. I even think about like the difference energetically when I came up to visit you and like hang out with you for that little bit of time it just felt it just it just felt like oh it take it just takes me a minute to be like I don't know to like kick it I just have to kick it with somebody and like be be around that person so that I can relax and let my guard down in a way that I don't think other people it's it's not a thing for other people but it's hard for me if I'm not talking to you regularly one I just have a problem with narrating things I forget stuff if I'm not if you're not like in the day-to-day it's hard for me and exhausting for me and I don't get off in the ways that other people like yeah girl I was doing this thing and this thing happened it's more like
0: details Shanti does not give details I'm
1: terrible at it it's just it's not good but I, I feel like being in constant contact with somebody and talking with them um, allows the safe space and I have to be the one to also pursue that. I can't depend on somebody else to do that. I have to be the one that like shows up to make that point of daily contact so that you know i can I can have that safe space
0: when you are in contact with the person because I feel like I've seen. Maybe a handful of times I've seen you, up quote unquote, a mess. I've always been act like calling you and probably hounding you, and forcing you to, asking you questions. And like you might cry, And but it's very rare. But in that moment, what do you need when you are a mess? When you make the contact, what do you need I have to, to feel I, safe?
1: I also realize that I have to just talk a lot of me processing stuff is me just talking things out and going around in circles and having somebody ask questions too. I feel like, um, yeah, just the way my mind works to have somebody else who sees objectively and cares about me and is not from a place of like judgment or even again, trying to solve the problem, but more Mm -hmm. like, all right, we going down, let's go down. Um, that helps me is just talking it out and like with somebody that knows me well enough to help me guide me to figure these to figure it out or to explore the things but yeah
0: got it yeah um what about you i think with me my safe space looks like uh I I often find that when I do share I have a lot of people in my life who hold me in high regard, which is like such a beautiful thing. A lot of people who are like, "No, but you're this, you're that." And no, you're doing it right and da da da. da. And so when I feel a mess, I'm often it's told like, "Girl, you ain't It it feels negated Mm -hmm. when it's like, girl, you on the right path because these Negroes is annoying. And you you ain't got these fucking kids driving you crazy. And it just feels like I don't have a right to feel how I feel Mm -hmm. often. Mm -hmm. Or oh yeah, I what would I I would love to have breasts and it it just feels like okay I should shut up. Mm -hmm. And so I often feel silly. Mm for feeling the way I feel because it's, you make a, you make so much money. Like, Oh my God, I don't make that. And, and it just feels like, all right, well, let me shut the fuck up then. I don't have room. I to, I don't have room to feel like this. And I often feel like, I, f- I feel like I just, the expectation of me is that I'm o- I'm okay.
1: You know what or you're that doing. I'm gonna
0: be okay, yeah, and so I feel like that's how I show up. I'm okay, and oftentimes I'm not, especially um with the pandemic, I find that there is just not a lot of space for people who have who are have experienced this solo, hmm and who are still experiencing it solo and who look forward to seeing their chiropractor because that's the human experience they're going to have for the week. Hmm. Um, and so I think my safe space looks like acknowledgement and like just hearing, like, I can't imagine that. And not like, well, girl, I, these fucking kids driving me crazy, you lucky just like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm you're right, I'm lucky. I'm lucky. You're right. And it just I'm not saying I'm not saying you do that. I'm just saying like it happens. Um I think that safe space for me same with the pandemic. You wrote something in our notes once that you said hard require hard conversations require physical contact, and I think it's so true. I there was a tactic that I had when I was in my last relationship where I really tried not to have hard conversations over the phone because they never went right. And I would always try to actively touch my partner, whether my hand was on his knee, I would ask him to hold my hand, something because I just feel like it's the reminder of like love exists here. So let's talk. And there's something about physical touch for me that it was not necessarily a love language of mine that was super prominent. But now that I haven't had mm-hmm. much of it, it's feels incredible. Mm-hmm. And so I think that safe space is that I, my safest space is acknowledgement and knowing that like, love exists in mm-hmm. the space. Because mm-hmm. um, there's oftentimes, I don't know. I, I just that, feel. That's a hard
1: one for me because I think I get in my mind around what I think the other person's going to say you know, like it take, it still takes a level of courage to enter into the safe space. I don't think there's, Mm -hmm. it's very rare. I think every time that I, I know the relationships will hold me, but I think there's a part of me that's like, oh, this person's going to react this way, or this person's going to think this thing. So it always is a leap of courage, at least for me to like to To step into the safe space. Like mm-hmm. the person may have it there and it's safe, but I'll be like, you know, um, I'll be in my head around, is it really safe? What are they going to think? But you still have to walk into it. Yeah. It still takes a level of a, 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 some effort and like two people meeting each other versus somebody like... Grabbing you—it's yeah. very rare that somebody's gonna be. Like, I
0: think that's a great segue into how can how can you help people give you the safe space mm-hmm. because I think that my where I falter is that I uh, I usually walk into spaces and I'm like they're safe until they're not. Mm. I'm very open. <laughs> I'm very like, oh well, yeah, because when this happened to me and like I I can be very open in that way. But I don't tell people that's not what I needed. Or in this moment, you're not allowing me to feel how I feel. This is what I need. Mm-hmm. I don't... if this When the safe doesn't feel... When the safe... When the space doesn't feel... It's not giving me the safety that I need. I don't ask for it. Mm-hmm. Because oftentimes I feel like... Now, you know when some some spaces are just not safe because this person, that's not your person. That's not your net. Right. You know? That's not your... That's not your your core group of folks, but when you know that somebody loves you to death, do anything for you. Sometimes they just don't know, and so I don't ask for it. I don't call it out and be like, "Hmm." Ah, uh, instead, I just shut down. Um.
1: So then it's not. Then it's not really. It's not really you laying in the space. And, like, right, take exactly. it, yeah, so
0: it, it's, you're not even... I'm not showing up in it, right. just like you said. And allowing it to form, helping yeah. to c- cultivate it. I think that we often assume that, like, people should just, you know, create the space for us. But a lot of people don't know, because your safe space versus my safe space, two different spaces. And I, I'll i never forget reading that, reading some, some quote where, like, uh, someone asked said that before every conversation hard conversation with their partner and this can be your partner your friend your parent whatever that they ask do you want solutions or do you want comfort and i think that's really important and it and i think sometimes intuitively you'll learn it right like i i think i've started to learn with you like you don't want solutions in the moment like if you're crying it's yeah. like no ask what happened ask yeah. what happened ask well, what made you feel like that? How are you feeling now? Yeah. What can I, you know, like what support do you need? Like ask those kinds of things, like get it out of you because you're not going to tell the details and the more details you talk about, the more discovery you'll have. Mm-hmm. But I did not always do that at all and I know it. Um, and I probably still don't always do it right. But I think asking Asking and establishing what's needed is really important in any relationship. Mm-hmm. Like really important. I, I think about this podcast with you and I, and like we, we are talking about these evergreen topics, but because we're sharing with each other, it's like we're learning so much about each mm-hmm. other. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just aiding us in our relationship. But there's so many conversations that i have to have with other folks that i don't have i don't have this opportunity Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. and it's a lot of work (laughs)
1: it is it's a lot of work it requires a lot of contact because they don't get the contact like we've been building and we as well as our followers have been building context so that when we say these things that people are not like what like And mm. that's the kind of intimacy that I want, right? So, like, if I say, you know, I don't know, I have vulnerability problems or whatever, That you, you have the context, you know all of the things where it's not this, like, you're talking to somebody that you have to explain everything all over to, which is exhausting and makes you feel like, oh, this person doesn't really know me and I don't have the capacity. They definitely
0: don't have the capacity in this moment, like... But that's part of it. You have to experience the things, too.
1: You have to experience the But thi- well, that's what I'm going to work on. I'm, I'm going to work on coming towards people more and be, and building the context with them. And and learning their context, too. Because, you know, who's to say that? I, I definitely don't know. What
0: you It's know. also not a bad thing if you don't do this with everyone. It's also you bad. might not be the person that does all that. See, that's that what I have to that. figure out, too. Yeah, you might not be that person. But if you want it with certain people, meet them halfway, definitely. Mm. Show up. That's true. Safe I don't know if we solved anything spaces. here. Safe spaces. Shame does not exist when stories are told in safe spaces. Only stories of shame. It's like... <laughs> I mean, does it really not exist? Or are you just shamed in front of other people, but you still feel comfort? So you're like, all right, I'm not judged. you working yeah. through the shame.
1: I think most importantly, I, well, I guess we have to be our own safe spaces in some ways too, right? Like when, oh. you, when you're when you spiraling, you got to activate another part of you that calms you down, is kind to you. That's like, you don't talk to the internet like that.
0: She's doing the best that she can,
1: okay? <laughs> <laughs> she wanted to enjoy the show. She's looking for pleasure and she deserves it. Okay. You got to find
0: that other part. So you don't want to, you don't, I've been spending a lot of time alone. You don't know. You don't want to hear what I've been saying to myself. <laughs> Whole ass conversations. Like, girl, that is so crazy. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Baby. Girl, you're stupid girl. You the funny. dialogue. Shut I'm the so great. Right. Pick that up. Dirty <laughs> <Whole> bitch. Conversations. <laughs> With this cat, baby. When I tell you, I'm so scared when these masks come off. Cause the way I talk to myself down the street, whole conversations, <laughs> answering <laughs> myself, I'm talking
1: out loud, huh? Out loud, Just, verbal.
0: It's it's audible. So, sometimes I've had people look, and I have to act like I've learned now to put one AirPod in, so yeah. that it seems like I might be on the phone, even though I'm not. Yeah, I'm dead ass having a whole conversation. By myself, and I'm starting to think maybe I might not be all the way well because sometimes it's not just like I'm working through things, sometimes it's like what I would say if you if I was talking to you about the Janet Jackson documentary. It's yeah, like, girl, insane. she's not here, you're losing it. <laughs> you're Shame. prepping, girl. <laughs> I prep. know
1: that's yeah, that's a whole that's your that's your mind, but. You are the person that's observing you being crazy. Then, then it gets meta, meta. You then, are the that person that's observing you having these conversations. <laughs> like, yo, this bitch is wild like.
0: and <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's being yeah. fucking weird,
0: Joe. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> anyway. That's our episode, folks. Great. Well, how, what's your relationship to shame? What's your safe space? How do you let people into your safe space? How do you show up in your safe space? We don't know, but we hope you do.
1: You, if you could get the, um, there's certain sound bites that we have to get. We have to get Dr. Umar sound bites and we have to get Game, <laughs> Game of Thrones. We should get the wire sound bites that we just throwing in because Go shame. ahead, get them, girl. Shame. Get them. I don't know how to do it. I got to get somebody to teach me how to, because Dr. Girl. Umar, Oh, I just, <laughs> I just want his clip so bad. No. This, no, this
0: episode is over. beloved. It's a long one. You are all loved. See you next week for another episode of Around the That
1: might Girls. be high next time. So.
0: Yes. No, she said, yes. Show up to the safe space. <laughs> Hi, That's going to be the test. Can Shanti get high on this episode? shame all right all right bye Bye. you have just heard an around
1: away curls john follow them on twitter at atw curls and instagram at around away curls we out
0: early (laughs) very good shame 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 shame